warning, the following episode contains spoilers for The Mandalorian all the way through Chapter 13. So you haven't caught on The Mandalorian, why the fuck even bother living? Just go watch the show. Hello! Welcome to this episode of the Fan Men Podcast. I'm DJ Go. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. You guys make it through Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I did. We're, we're recording the weekend after Black Friday. Uh, the I end know of Black I Friday had a weekend. relaxing Thanksgiving. I think Chris did, but DJ, yeah, what have Chris you been doing the last couple of days? Oh, man, man, man. The, the one weekend where I both love and hate that I have a retail job on the side. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Mm. So I just did back-to-back like 14-hour days. Nice. Um, but at, you only had two a, Xboxes to sell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- four, actually. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it uh, it's it's the worst because a like we talked about before, most of the people in this world are just they're just not smart people, and they don't plan ahead or understand how things work. They're your people, DJ. Yeah, I, but also just I like, got a text I mean, from a friend last night. Hey, you have any idea where I can get one of those Xboxes? Jeez. <laughs> Like you're about a Rewind. Short. Um, a, and then he comes back. I should have. I shouldn't have slept in on Black Friday. I'm like yeah, it wouldn't matter. Wasn't, wasn't so my store, the first guy for the first PlayStation, got to my store Thursday at 11 a.m. So he just punched on Thanksgiving entirely. And so the so did the cops enforce curfew or kick anybody so away? In Worcester, they did not. But in because I, I heard the Worcester cops were kind of busy that night. Um, Framingham swept shoppers world out a few times over the night. Wow. Um, all the malls, you couldn't camp outside the mall stores. And I think the Millbury Blackstone center also cleared people out at one point in time. Okay. But what I did was, so, and there were, there were horror stories. Like there was one store, um, uh, was in Warren, maybe I forget. I forget. Something, some town with a W Mm -hmm. kid went to open the store and literally, the 120 people just broke into the store, basically, and rushed the counter all at once before he could even hand out tickets or anything. Took, oh, like, geez. 10 or 15 uniformed cops to empty the store, and then they fined the kid for being over capacity. Oh, Jesus. That's so, that's and there, there, people. There's videos out there of, like, like, the mall stores. The security guards go to open the mall, and it's, like, a thousand people run into the mall. It's like, there's two of them. Like, Do give these, me a freaking break. Yeah. People, people realize there's, like, six games for these systems right now. Well, you know what like, it is, is is especially for the X. Well, I mean, most is the PlayStation people actually want to play their system because there's games to play. Yeah. But it's all these fucking sneaker guys that there's been no new sneakers this year, so they're using the systems to flip to supplement their sneaker income. Well, they bought all the sneakers with the extra six hundred dollars. Yeah. Nike had a banner year. <laughs> I I, yeah, I hate all the the flipping and stuff. Um, yeah. Scalping, right? I yeah. Just oh, it's hate brutal. That. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, people are buying the Xboxes, and they're all on StockX and stuff for like a thousand dollars. No one's buying the Xboxes for a thousand dollars. A PS5 you can get. Yeah. No one wants the Xbox for a thousand bucks because there's no so, Halo or nothing to play on it. Right. So that so, that was fun. And then of course you know the people walking in at five in the five at night on Friday. Oh, can yeah. I get one of those new Xboxes? Get the fuck out of here! What are you stupid? <laughs> but what we did, we we had an uneventful morning because I took precautions. So number one. For the last two weeks, when people have been calling about it, I've been telling them, you're not getting one. Right. I'm just flat out telling people, no. There's two, you're not getting one. It's the end of story. But also, I went Thursday night before 
Because we, if anyone doesn't know, in Massachusetts, we can't be out of our house after 10 p.m. Because mm-hmm. um, they say so. Um, COVID gets stronger at night. But anyway, so <laughs> before, before like around 930, I was getting ready to go to bed. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see how bad it was. Because my buddy Greg was driving by the store and he's like, dude, you already got like two dozen people. You got big, yeah. like there's a big line. So I went down about 930 and there was like 45, 50 people in line Jeez. already. So I went down. I just let them know, like, hey, here's the deal. I got two of these and four of these. So if you're more than like six or seven deep, you're definitely not getting one. So just go home. Yep. And they all did. They all all packed up, and you know, most most were thankful. Thanks for telling us. I don't well, you the did whole them night. a favor. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, those people would have been really agitated at five in the morning. Uh, of course, oh, no question. So I cleared the line at nine thirty, and I told them, I'm like, hey, just for your own sake, so it's not harder for you guys when we get here in the morning. Just let people know when they show up. They already sent people home because there's only six of them. Yeah. So I get down there about 5.30. We opened at 7. I get down there about 5.30 because I couldn't punch until 6. And um, same thing. You know, there's another like, you know, 45 people cleared them out. And then here's the funny part. Like, we're getting ready to open at 7. About 6.55, another like 50 people show up out of the blue. Yep. And I'm like, what are you guys here for? PlayStations? I'm like, are you out of your mind? Dude, no, you're two days late. They're gone. Yep. Like, you, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you get five minutes before we open? Get out of here. And those people are the ones that cause the problems. The ones who don't plan ahead and think that they can just show up and they'll be they out and stuff. Get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, but so the, it, it was very uneventful. We got all the system people sold, checked out, and out of there by 7, 10. Yeah. 10 minutes. Every, everything's gone. Nice. But it was just really busy. Like, busy, busy, transaction-wise. Well, that's, um, that's good. Yeah. People just in there grabbing games or Oh yeah, because Nintendo did something Nintendo did something crazy. Um Nintendo stuff's like Apple. So they don't really go on sale. But Nintendo went, hmm, everyone's pissed at these guys. Let's do something fun. And they put a whole bunch of like Mario and like first party games on sale with us for like twenty seven bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Yoshi, Mario Brothers, Mario Maker, all this stuff's unheard of. Right. So, you know, I sold sixty five copies of New Super Mario Brothers. I sold right. all my Mario Tennises, all my Mario Makers. I saw 35 Switches. The Switch is gone again. That's Good cool. night. Good night on That's that. It's crazy because a lot of those games are a year old. Yeah. And the Switch and is... Was last how many Christmas. How many years old is the Switch now? It's third Christmas. Yeah. I mean, that's... And it's a beast still. Yeah. I love that because it... Like, it's it's still awesome, right? My, my kids play that thing every day. They don't yeah. even have that many games, but... Um, yeah. And there's still... Well, the thing is, too, is like people are still catching up because... Yeah. Every Christmas, it's been like this. So that's why the people who think like next Christmas there's gonna be pallets of PlayStation Fives, you're out of your mind. We're doing this dance for another eighteen months. It's not gonna stop. It's just not gonna. Mm-hmm. It's, they can't make forty five million systems in twelve months. Honestly, I'm I'm interested to see if demand continues. Like it's because I I much prefer a continuous thing versus I hate the the massive release pressure. You know. Yeah. I, I like something that's, that's but that's your society. Too. Oh, I know what I know. we're going to talk about in a yeah. few minutes. <laughs> yeah, is like the epitome of that. Yeah, you kind of build to these high points. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then you so, go back I mean, to your mundane existence, and then we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so people got their systems. I know the first guy in line it was definitely for him because he bought a warranty pack and a bunch of games, and everything, and a second controller. Jerked off all over himself. Probably, yep. yeah. Uh, <sighs> you know, so the two places of people, they're definitely systems for them or their kids. All of the Xboxes good. were all flippers because they just bought yeah. a better system, nothing with it. That's so they're all flips. So, but yeah, but I mean, it was just, it was just really, really busy. 
but really but you got a solid i mean you know you got a solid uh 25 plus hours out of it you know yeah. in terms of work yeah. that's you know for for a second job that's a pretty sweet you yeah. know way to head into the holidays i would yeah. imagine you know what the funny thing is too is it's gonna sound sick in the head but like because especially like this year i've been just at the desk yep. all day um you know i don't do the desktop stuff like i did a decade ago and all that, but it was kind of nice knowing like oh i can still i can still go yeah because I, I did those hours like mm-hmm. that like i wasn't like dragging yeah. or taking like daps and stuff like i just went went and went so well that's so I still that's got it. good particularly if you you know you manage to avoid a lot of stress by, yeah. you know, clearing people out, stuff like that. That's yeah. that's pretty good. Once I get into the, like, it's weird. Like, I, I wish you could make more money doing retail because I actually kind of like doing it, which didn't pay like shit. But because yeah. once I get into a groove, I'm like unstoppable. Yeah. Like you, that's why people Dude, come, if people I come could, to our... I'd work at a convenience store or a bar. I'd be yeah. way happier oh, doing yeah. that than what I'm doing. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. The key is to, if you like doing that, if you're good at doing it, you either do it where... You own the store or you own a bigger piece yeah. of it or where you yeah. don't need it and you literally do it, like Chris said, because it's something that you, yeah. you know, something you enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Paying the bills with it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So well, we had nice. no, no fights, no mass riots, mainly because not to toot my own horns, because I went and did, <laughs> I did crowd control on when, on Thursday. Right. Yeah. Because if I left, the, I if I got there with 120 video. people and I had yeah. to send a hundred and Who had stayed overnight. Home, yeah. That would have been bad. So. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you survived. Good on you. Um, yeah. I was expecting a little more of a disaster, so I'm both happy and sad. Expecting or hoping? Eh, expecting, not hoping. I did laugh in a lot of people's faces throughout the weekend. That was funny. Yeah, I knew you would enjoy that part. You are a, a self-important prick when it comes to these things, so. I am. <laughs> it's my awesome. quality. He's the embodiment of Randall not allowing people to rent there anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, let me see. It is it is post Black Friday. I know we want to talk about Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but did you guys actually do any shopping of your you know for yourselves in the last few days during this? You know, we're in that Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Um, you were Nothing you were working, cool. DJ. Um, yeah, I got like um, we got uh, you know because I. Box Lunch had a pretty good sale on started on Thursday. What's Box Lunch? Um, it's it's the West Coast West Coast Hot, Hot Topic. Topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. So There's only a, of, a couple of them out here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I ordered a couple things for the kid, but sh- we're not doing big Christmases this year, so I didn't need a giant TV. I didn't need like yeah. a sound system or anything like that. So I really didn't have anything to chase down this year. Nice. No, we grabbed a couple Christmas gifts. We grabbed one thing for my niece, a couple little things for Harley, but. Yeah, Nothing see, crazy. We're, yeah, we're not doing any of that stuff this year. Like, we well, we already did the nieces and nephew, and that's it. We're not doing like adult gift swaps this year. None of none of that stupid shit. So, yeah. no, not we're not going to see anybody. It's, yeah, no, exactly. Normally, I'm a last minute shopper, but I did buy at least one or two things for for Jen for Christmas, and then uh, I did buy. I've been talking for a while about, you know, I, I have a ton of storage for, you know, photos and videos and movies and stuff, and it's all just externals, but I actually bought a little enclosure and bought a bunch of drives and stuff, saved a decent amount of money. Um, so I'm looking for, you know, I'll be assembling between Christmas and New Year's, I'll be building a new little storage array and, and nice. cutting over to it. So kind of excited. The one thing <laughs> we did do, we don't do, Heather and I don't do Christmas for each other. Especially now that Harley's getting older, we used to throw like one gift under the tree. Yeah, yeah. For it's appearances, like, it's like, fuck, am I gonna make you wait to get something that you want? Yeah, like you're an adult and you're working. 
Like, no, 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 please don't buy that purse because, you know, <laughs> I need something to get you in three weeks. Right. Um, but we did end up upgrading the watches. Oh, good. Oh, nice. Good. So we finally did that. We were able to get 85 bucks each for our old trees. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you kind of knocked it down to the now. price of an SE. Excellent. Um, I don't have mine yet because when Heather went to pick them up, mine was no longer in stock. So mine's being shipped. Nice. But Heather and Harley, well, Harley already had hers. She had bought hers. Oh, she, yeah, she got the SE and then you guys got sixes. Nice. Yeah. Cause I'm she said, I'm young. Why do I need an EKG or my, I got, I can breathe. Point. I don't need blood oxygen. They actually, I'll save the hundred bucks. It won't, um, it won't, it won't do blood oxygen or e- ECG for, uh, minors. Like it says, nope, you're too young. This, these sensors don't work properly for, for you or whatever. So yeah. See, so, so without even realizing it, she, she made was smart choice. keeping the hundred yeah. bucks. Yep. That's cool. her. I, uh, I'm hoping, because I still have an Apple Watch 1, it works yeah. for like, tracking mm. steps, but I'm hoping after the first of the year, I'll uh, sit down and, and budget out a new watch and a phone upgrade. Yeah, the 3s are really cheap now. The 5s have come down in price. Yeah, well, I, I had I, all the 5s on I think I would get like the SE one or whatever. Yeah. 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 We will uh, we will, we will have planning sessions, DJ. We'll yeah. Do that. So I said, but I said, I can still do my steps. We all, we're all linked up now, so I know when yep. I can tell, like, you know. I it's really just Sean and Harley. The rest of us are just kind of spectators here. Har- yeah, yeah. I, I've I've noticed Harley and Heather, oh, and Chris. They're also Harley competitive. Is... Like Harley's like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I saw the point to it. I'm like, okay, so we're going to tie. If Sean can get to 4200, we'll tie. Yeah. Uh, well, I I mean, I'll end up there. I've only maxed. You know, I've only done that a couple days, but and I'm making it harder on myself. But yeah, but I, I start do moving you have more. to. I do. I mean, the whole reason I got it and then got it for everybody else was because I realized it's that external, right? There's something that's telling me I should do at least this much. There's something that's rewarding me for, you know, I don't care about the competition, but just Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm doing, you know, and I'm trying to, I'm finding ways to enjoy it. I mean, this thing was designed for you. Oh yeah. I mean, this, this product was created Mm -hmm. with you in mind. Yeah. Gives you little digital cookies. Here's another badge. Here's another challenge. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I um. I need to get moving some more. Now that the foot feels better, I can actually go out and do some stuff. But yep. Cool. Okay. So Sean bought some some drives. Chris got watches. Anyone else get anything? Um, I did end up buying another set of those book bookends, the ones that got broken, the Jan Silent Bob ones. Nice. Very cool. Um, the the seller, you know, took a lower offer. So I appreciate the fact that you took the broken ones out of our line of sight this week so we don't have to see sad Bob yeah, in the background. Are, they were behind you on them. They're still there. He's right there. Oh, see his I can, guts? Oh, he's yeah. very on the, yeah, he's on the edge. There's, there's Jay. He was but, more in frame last week. <laughs> yeah, DJ, let me know. I I realized if if you want to try to fix him, you, I mean, it's just some glue and some time. I mean, I could take that bookend and I could take like say the Dogma in action figure or a silent uh, an Iron Bob pop, and I could re-engineer something. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll just give it to you if you you know if you want to try, I'll just okay. give them to yeah. you. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Actually, I I think it's re- I think it's honestly I think you can make it. You know, Probably. yeah, I can do make it, with it make it look new. Yeah, I can get crap. I'm just lazy. Yeah. So I actually did get something this week. If I, oh, yeah? something you... I already I already ordered, but it came finally. So, mm. for the first time in my 38 years on the planet, I now own a trap jaw figure from He Man. <laughs> <laughs> Never had trap jaw. He's always everyone's like favorite like bad guy. Yeah. Um And now I have one. Why is he still in the package? Yeah, I think you have him? two, DJ. I do. 
<laughs> of course, we can oh, so see the other one. <laughs> when you order stuff from Walmart.com, you have to do it in twos, because if you only order one figure, they're going to ship it in a poly envelope. Ah, interesting. So you ordered, yeah, I'm going to op- I'm gonna open a set. Um, I just have to find time to do it. So. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah. Winter's coming. Winter's you won't coming. be going anywhere. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, oh, I bought a snowblower. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Ooh. I bought a giant. Uh, our last one started leaking gas at the end, uh, you know, uh, at the end of last winter, and it lasted us 18 years. See? And you said you only bought Jen a couple things. You bought her a new snowblower. Well, clearly I mean, she'll be out there using did, it more than you. Well, that's certainly <laughs> the old one was so much work to to muscle through the snow. Like it was it was a pain. So this new one, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, have you I ever could got probably, that bruise from the handle? Oh yeah, to, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, this one is you know it's giant three stage. You know, I I bought something I will enjoy using heated hand those, grips, all that stuff. Those handles are at a horrible height for me. Really, so they're you're too hot. Risking no, you're just risking oh. injury. Impaling yeah. something vital. Well, we'll see. Nice. I'm still hoping it doesn't snow anytime soon. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mandalorian hit chapter 13 this last Friday. Right. Say what? The fifth episode of season two, chapter 13. Um, I was, so obviously Black Friday it came out. I was yeah. at work already. I yep. didn't get 2 a.m. to watch it. Right. And, um. Unfortunately for me, like everything was spoiled because my phone just blew up because there was like <laughs> articles on new sites and no one yeah. held this thing back for more than like five minutes. I had yeah. this image of you going to your office with a bottle of Lubriderm. Seriously, seriously. And... Uh, so they've, they, you knew something was going to happen with a Jedi character once you saw the, the title, baby. the Jedi. Yeah. What was yeah, even like when the show started, you saw there was a there was a baby Yoda, we'll just say. You introduced a little mini Jedi. Yeah. You knew there was gonna be another kind of Jedi somewhere. Yeah. You never really know knew who. And then you heard rumors in between seasons one and two that it was gonna be Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, last ep- uh two episodes ago, uh They said her Katie name. Sackoff, she, she said name. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, Ahsoka Tano was a cartoon character created for the Clone Wars cartoon. Mm-hmm. Back after episode three, um, she was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice, uh, voiced by Ashley Eckstein. Uh, and at the end of the Clone Wars cartoon, she was one of the ones who survived, you know, Order 66 or whatever. Right. You never knew what happened to her. What was the time frame of the Clone Wars cartoon? Was it right after episode three, uh, right before, uh, right in between two and three? Two and three. Sorry, okay. yeah, in between two and three. Mm-hmm. So it was the actual, because they only show you the. And and three was like the end of the war just ended kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um. So this was like that filler between two and three. They okay. did the war as a cartoon for like ninety five fucking seasons. Yeah. Um. So she survives Order she sixty six. She's yep. just one of the surviving Jedi. Yep. And you just never knew what happened to her. Right. Then a few years ago, there was another cartoon um, called Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. which takes place right before Episode Four. Mm-hmm. And Dave Filoni, who's, you know, basically now that Lucas is not involved, he's almost kind of like the caretaker of the mythology. Right. Um, guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. He decided to bring Ahsoka Tano into Rebels. Um, and it was awesome. Wasn't was he the creator of the character? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Which is funny, too, because like when the character first came around, I couldn't stand her. 
because it was like the whiny little brat like apprentice like oh why does anakin have an apprentice he's still an apprentice kind of like this is stupid but she grows on you and once especially once you get into rebels she's just badass man um and then again at the end of rebels you you weren't sure exactly what her fate was well now we know somehow through the three original star wars movies she was still around five years after jedi she's still around and we finally got ahsoka tano in live action um and it was glorious glorious it was fucking insane and it's funny for a cartoon character you don't realize how perfect the person they cast was until you saw it like you had a hint it's almost like they drew the character with her in mind yeah yeah it's almost side by side pictures were nuts yeah like when they went into because you know obviously there's a jump like she's probably like you know 14 15 when clone war starts and then in rebel she's probably like in her late 20s maybe now she's probably in her 50s we'll say um we're not in her 50s 40s yeah so but when they drew her for rebels I, I swear to god it's almost like yeah like chris said floney had it in mind who he wanted and mm-hmm. probably started the conversation because it's uncanny and you know now we have rosario dawson is the live action so katano they have two frames from that cartoon that match up with shots from that first five minute sequence mm-hmm. that are identical yeah, it's nuts. It's insane. So I I never did right. I've never seen the Clone Wars. I've seen little bits of it, but never never watched it. Didn't watch Rebels. So I was aware of this character's name and what she generally looked like, but didn't really know anything about her. Um, but love Rosario Dawson, and you know I've really loved the Mandalorian. But seeing this character be the first representation of Jedi and people who are knowledgeable about the force, um, was, was awesome. Um, and the episode, I mean, this, this episode just opened up. It, it both nailed down so many things like, you know, time and context of post empire and the Jedi and all these things, but then also nailed your baby Yoda character in that context, nailed his context with hers and the jedi and just it, it was like i'm i'm dying for more and so impressed with what they've pulled off with this show it's well, the show's so we were, good oh uh, we were texting a little bit and you were, were laying out exactly how many easter eggs let me just walk oh, us through yeah. Yeah. all of the yeah. stuff they dropped in oh, that jesus christ last i gotta stretch. think back to it okay so oh man okay so first off the one thing they've they've done especially with this episode um, and I think this is all felony for the most part. It's that when you realize how much stuff they're alluding to in this show that they've worked around the fact that the original three movies were before any of this stuff was even thought of, you kind of get a better sense now exactly how gigantic the galaxy far, far away actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, that you could have these characters be completely independent of everything, but it all still makes sense because everything's so far apart. So yep. the big ones were obviously Ahsoka. Um, the I don't know what it was, but it, it probably was a Star Wars Easter egg. But the guy who was like the um, we'll say like the the we'll say the sergeant in the the town. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like a Star Wars thing, but something I know who, that guy from somewhere else. It was Michael Bean. Me. Was that Michael Bean? Yeah, it was. from Terminator, from Alien. That's who it was. Yes. Yeah. Holy sh- Okay, that's what it was. It was bugging the pit. It was Corporal Hicks. 
Yep, exactly. I mean, oh, he's that was bugging the shit out of me. He's he's he'd have the, older. He'd have like the flat, the flat top. Yeah, so and I think <laughs> I think he's uh, I think he's had some health issues. Like okay. uh, I I forget, but I think you know health or or substance abuse or some you know he he had some issues. But but seeing him, I I recognized him immediately and loved it. Like I okay. love how they've been dropping in. You know, I love their casting of. Uh, I mean, what was last week, Titus Welliver, or two weeks ago, you know, the... Yeah, and they did, like, the entire Torchwood cast. And all yeah, yeah. Or not uh, Torchwood, not, uh, I'm Deadwood. Yeah. Deadwood, sorry. Yeah. Deadwood. And I'm curious how much is actual casting and people asking to be part of this thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're having to do much playing oh, yeah. here with people. Oh, not at all. Yeah. So, okay, so the, the biggest one, obviously, was uh, Ahsoka Tano. And, like we just said, she's from all the cartoons and all that stuff. Um, and she's really one of those characters who she took on her own life. I mean, Ashley Eckstein, the girl who voiced her, which unfortunately could never play her in live action. Just the physic, the physics don't line up. Like she doesn't look anything even remotely like the character's supposed to be, even though she voices her very well. Um, you know, she like birthed this character. Basically, she has her own line of clothing for it. Um, she has this uh, clothing called her universe, all hmm. the Ahsoka Tano stuff. I mean, it's crazy. Cool. But so you got um for the first time ever we got white lightsabers in live yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka Tano is the only one with white lightsabers. Um because it, it kind of represents the fact that as things went kind of pear-shaped in Clone Wars and she realized what Anakin was, she kind of lost faith in the Jedi way. So she's kind of like kind of like um neutral. How Bo Katan was kind of like, yeah, I was like, that's old Mandalorian shit. We take our helmets off. You know, we don't, yeah. that's that's dumb cult shit. She's kind of the same way with the Jedi stuff. So her white lightsabers, I think, are supposed to represent the fact that she's kind of like, you know, lone wolf, kind of like yeah. Mando is. Yep. So we had that. Also, so she's neutral she gives, good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Neutral. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus like her lightsabers, like I have, I have the ones from Disney World. They're basically um, old Katana swords. Hmm handles and they're just the, the sickest looking lightsabers they're gorgeous one's so shorter yeah. than the other so she can do some cool stuff and yeah, yeah. she always has like a dagger mm-hmm. um, which you see that because in the fight with the magistrate she loses one in the pond yep. and if you notice the one she ends up continuing the fight with there's a much shorter lightsaber hmm. yeah you see the yeah, hand grip holds, like, and... holds a knife <laughs> exactly um also uh ahsoka tano gives the exact same description of the force as um alex guinness does in episode four Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of like that was like ooh, that's exactly <laughs> All what it living is. Things. Yeah. Yes. Um. So also you had the Grogu name. Mm-hmm. So Baby Yoda's name is Grogu. Ooh. Uh, doesn't nearly roll off the tongue as much as be- like Baby. Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I guess I didn't know I had to go read about it, but I guess Grogu is a um a harken back to the old Kurosawa samurai movies. Ah. Oh. Okay, yeah, it's one cool. of the characters from those. Hmm. Since Star Wars in general was kind of inspired by that old like Magnificent Seven kind of yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a like a deep cut kind of pull, mm-hmm. like a tongue in cheek nice. kind of thing. Um, you also have, um, the mention of Grand Animal Thrawn, which is probably the right. biggest one from this. Yeah. So Grand Animal Thrawn is a villain from started in the Timothy Zahn books. The mm-hmm. heir to the Empire books. He's a his race call is called like a like a Chiris or something like that, or like a Chiss. But he's blue, blue skin. Blue guy, yeah. white empire uniform. Uh their race is extremely smart as far as tactics go. Mm-hmm. Like you can't outmaneuver the guy. He's just he's he's stone cold. 
Um, he was the main villain in Rebels. Mm-hmm. So the kind of thinking is that Ahsoka Tano is going to get her own show and it's going to continue the fight with Thrawn. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which would There's be- There's been rumblings, yeah. Excellent. Um, on top of the the Heir to the Empire series books that Timothy Zahn, Timothy Zahn wrote a Thrawn book. It's mm-hmm. excellent. So, it's excellent. So, You'd love him, Sean. He's a military tactics guy. You'd love the character. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, oh, I my, no, you'd be all over it. I have no doubt. So one question is- so clearly we are post, we're in a post empire timeline yep. in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of the books or in terms of uh, the Mandalorian. So Thrawn's, Thrawn's role as an empire, you know, general, he's basically continuing on ruling, you know, or commanding some portion of empire forces and, and capabilities. Yep. Cause he always thought he was better than everyone anyway. He knew right. like he didn't need the empire to do what he wanted to do. He always kind of... And hence that he was never in the actual movies. He always kind of skirted on his own on the outside. Okay. But obviously that was his side because he's yeah. evil as yep. hell. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they do mention that uh, Grogu, it's going to take yep. a while to get used to that, Yeah. Um, was actually at the Jedi Temple when yeah. Order 664 was somehow. awesome. He just wasn't in the library with all the other kids yep. when Anakin went. He didn't get taken out. <laughs> well, yeah. And that was such a big deal for me because it anchored, it not only gave you the backstory that we've been completely missing, right? Particularly when you're not anchored in time as a casual observer like me, I didn't know exactly where we were in time here. Um, That anchors, oh, he was a kid that survived the massacre that we saw in the prequels. Yeah. And so that kind of helps anchor, you know, anchor his age in a way, though I still don't quite get- No, yeah, because I mean- Mando is post-Return of the Jedi? Five years post-Jedi. Okay. So you figure he would have been 10 roughly when the Jedi Temple got taken down. Okay. Um, so he would have been really small. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see where they go with that. If they decide to fill in who grabbed him and scuttled off. Cause like you never, yeah. there was a character called Yaddle. I don't think you ever saw what happened to. Yeah. Um, it was all the other named Jedi. Um, Kit Fisto, Mace Windu, Plo Koon, all those guys, you know what happened to him. Yeah. Ayla Sakura, they all got taken, they showed them getting taken out. Yeah. But so that was kind of cool. Um, and then they mentioned the, uh, the Jedi temple. Yeah. The, Je- so, the Jedi planet, right? A yeah, Jedi temple. Yeah. 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 On the jet. And then the, she's like, stick them on the, the altar. That's, I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. yeah let him speak Tython. to the force. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The seeing stone and let him pick his own path. Yeah. Which I love- that's something that was alluded to in the movies, but it didn't really enter canon. That's a comic book thing yeah it so i, I came out more in dr alpha exactly when that whole series popped alpha. and I'm, I'm wondering if that's the same temple that they were harvesting the kyber crystals from in rogue one that donnie yen was protecting that's probably oh I don't that, know. that would be kind of dope could be great obviously he's gone by that character's gone by now but it'd be cool yeah. to see it again um but hmm. so the the lot of thing is is people think that the character that people kind of think that so is using the baby as bait because there was a character in the Rebels cartoons called Ezra Bridger. He was the kid who they found out was force sensitive and he kind of went off on a weird path. So Rebels, when Rebels ended, her and this other character, Sabine Wren, who was like the Mandalorian girl from the show, yeah. Yeah. went in search of Ezra Bridger. So the thought is, is that maybe she's going to see if he can draw Ezra Bridger. So, Ezra Bridger. so sounds one, like a Dickens character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a couple things that, that were interesting to me. Um, was 
shit, I've completely lost my thought now. I was too busy watching DJ almost die. I just sneezed. <laughs> yeah, it was relatively quiet. I mean, there's no yeah. keeping it. Well. No, oh, there it is. You jinxed me. <laughs> I jinxed you. Um, so the uh, I loved that we got so much, you know, touching on on what for me was the through line and canon of the movies in terms of. Yoda, or not Yoda, Grogu being weakened by his care and affection for the Mandalorian. Yeah. And Ahsoka kind of going right into that, I can't train him, he's weakened by his affection for you and it will forever damage him, I've seen what that does. And I loved that, right? That was yeah. straight up, you know, again, I, this was such an anchoring episode for me, it helped take what is already, you know, I love so much about this series. I love the fact that the episodes are pretty short. I love that the fact that they're being made in a time frame where the things we experience and see for the first time in every episode is like movie worthy. Like this, this episode with the, the compound within the forest and then the kind of Japanese garden magistrates compound within it. I mean, these things. If we saw them in the movies, we'd be obsessed about the, the electronics on the doors and the, you know, and the, the torture, you know, uh, places where they had the, the villagers kind of strung up. Yeah. And, and this stuff Mm -hmm. is just so incredibly produced and shot and realized most of it in camera, which is amazing. And, and we just get it in these snippets every week. It's unbelievable and then this episode kind of anchored it within that overall universe. So you feel like you're you're living within this universe, learning new stories, but totally anchored in everything you loved about it. And it's just effortless. Yeah, it's crazy. Because on top of like, obviously, it's Star Wars, which helps obviously a lot. But this yeah. show's so good. But I'm hoping that one thing that like, you know, if you look back on the show in 10 years, because obviously it's probably go like three or four seasons and then they'll do other shows. Like yeah, I said, they've already... Spin-offs. They're talking about Ahsoka. You could do a, th- you could do whatever. Yeah. Um, cause now, especially now with her still being alive, you have all this fodder for like novelization and comics and all this stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. if I hope the legacy of the show ends up being John Favreau's like screen dome that he created to do the show. Cause yes. this, I mean, now this, this opens it wide open. You can These do sets the, exist forever. I mean, you can do like the RA Salvatore books as a yes. show and have to fly everyone to New Zealand for six months and all right. this, you can do all this crazy, all do this fantasy on a soundstage yep. and sci-fi stuff. Now you can do everything practical again yep. and have it look not like a painting. And well, the funny thing is you, you say practical, it's this new meta practical, right? Yeah. You're shooting in camera, the light is hitting the lens, it's hitting the physical props and the virtual props, and the camera movement is all nailed down, which means the actors are able to act a lot more. You know, they're they're imagining less, but you can literally, like every set that's been created and every effect within the set, like the fog that they did through the trees and the mm-hmm. distance oh and all God, that stuff. Oh my God, that was gorgeous. Yeah. All of that now exists, having been created. It is this virtual world that any of these stories can dive into and shoot within. You always can revisit these places, which just allows you to build this consistent universe in a way that no no story or universe has ever had. Right, it's like the hollow deck from Next Generation. Yes, it exactly. really is. Maintain the server farm and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You for filming, it's the hollow deck for yeah. filming. Right, but you, you think can't about experience all- it the same yeah. way. The but ultimately, all you the could good, like sci-fi stories and fantasy stories yeah. and comics that were like Marvel stuff that you could 
now do because you don't have to worry about finding locations that look like it and spending a shit ton of money to move everything and right i mean it could be a, a new a new generation for for fantasy shows yeah it becomes more and more cost effective the more you do it they had to yeah. create it the first time and drop all the cash yeah and now and you can now just stamp just, these things out exactly and on top of that the show is fucking amazing like it's just every like they can't do any wrong like i didn't even get pissed about the egg thing like people got upset with the baby eating eggs it's like oh that was awesome hey they needed it for a fun coke uh, it's yeah it's like in the same the same trog on the internet complaining about eating the eggs on thursday stuffed 95 deviled friggin' embryos down their throat while they're watching the parade so it's like <laughs> i mean everybody eats eggs except for me everybody eats eggs people still watch the parade my my wife did. She was so pissed about the parade this year. It was I mean, I saw Mar- the picture of the rock float. It was just really Mario Lopez on a couch, and all the, like half the balloons were like virtualized CGI balloons. It was sad. Oh, God, he hasn't started doing like B level porn yet. No, no, he didn't fire his ass. Actually, no, actually, they're saying that new Saved by the Bell show is amazing. I gotta sit down and watch it, but they said it's awesome. I think you're just reading the Saved by the Bell fan boards. Oh, possibly. The best I saw was, um, well, it didn't totally suck. Well, there we go. <laughs> Hey, but yeah. can we jump back to one thing we never touched on with the last episode of The Mandalorian? Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, for the first time in our Star Wars watching career, you have stormtroopers that can aim and shoot and actually hit something. Well, yeah, they're the ones that survived. The, the, they're the seven that were left yeah. after everything else. The one shot of Mando coming down the hall before he throws the two grenades. And he's oh, getting yeah. hit by every blast. I'm like, yeah. he'd be able to walk up to them and drop it in their helmet. If, if it, it was, was a, it was a narrow hallway. <laughs> it's it was a thousand. You can't hit the broad side of the barn. Yeah, they're, although they're more apt to shoot themselves. One of the more enjoyable uh, like themes throughout the show has been all the stormtrooper jokes. Like, I can't see shit in this helmet. Like, yeah. how do you hit anything? Yeah. Like, ah, I'm not worried about that. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, that's been good. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a good episode too. Like, them. We even talk about the 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 tubes. The tubes. So the last episode, they they bust up this lab that's on the planet oh, that Apollo yes. Creed Gina Grano are on. And the and mention he- of the M test. I mean, they they straight up addressed midichlorians. Thankfully, they didn't say that word. Yeah. yeah. But that's clearly part of this whole weirdness that's going on. It's canon. Yeah. It's trying to revive Palpatine. Yeah. Mm. So that was a bunch of that was a bunch of Snokes in a tube. In theory. Ah, I didn't catch that. And that episode was directed by Apollo. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he left the nice guy cut. from the Gap commercial in the shot. And he... <laughs> Oh, awesome. yeah. I, I haven't gone back to, to... I heard they already removed it. They did, Which yeah. is one of the weaknesses of streaming. Let's see the jeans and yeah. t-shirt and yeah. the G-Shock watch on his wrist. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I like that some guy mocked up a Star Wars figure from already. <laughs> So, so I think I saw that. Yeah, so I saw a little snippet of it, but but so what it, in this last episode, there's a shot where over on the left side of the frame, there's a dude in like a t-shirt and jeans leaning up against a wall. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's kind of I think he's the guy who was halfway. operating the uh the bay doors, like he was the one that like hits the button to close them or he's pushing them shut or during the fight. Yeah. And when they open up, his leg and his belt they and caught his the leg. Yeah. He's just hanging. Watch. <laughs> he's yeah. off his ex. <laughs> that's awesome that's, it, but still but it just goes to show you because before that would never happen because the bay doors would be CGI'd and the building would be CG everything oh, they yeah. them on a green screen you actually have a physical like gateway behind them and actual yeah. physical doors and yeah 
So I don't well, mind it. It doesn't bother me. Like it makes it better yeah. in my mind. I, I want a full like you know, ultimately I want a full breakdown of major scenes and sets to see where the lines were, right? See where what was physical, what wasn't, because what they've done yeah. to match these things is just amazing. Like a visual encyclopedia for the show when it's done could be yeah. just an amazing, amazing coffee table. Some of the behind the scenes, you've seen pictures of just yeah. that massive green screen. Yep. And there's not a lot physical on there. They're yep. creating an entire world. Right. Yeah. Basically just on a laptop for Christ's sakes. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. God, yeah. it's so good. Well, at some point, I imagine they scale it up, right? So... So right now, I think the shots that I've seen, it's, it encloses, I don't know, you know, uh, a 50 foot diameter hemisphere or quarter sphere or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Imagine when they, somebody builds, and this will be James Cameron or ILM or somebody will take on building like a soundstage scale dome. Right. So now imagine you're scaling it up to enclose, say a, a 300 you know, a, a 150, 200 yard diameter or, or radius quarter sphere. So the that battle helmet build inside the, yeah. Theodome. So you can yeah. build full sets, but then extend them and then shoot throughout the whole thing. Like actually don't just have it a quarter sphere, right? Wrap it, make it a full hemisphere. So you're with, yeah, exactly. You're within a full dome because you're going to have it things. So it's wireless, or at least you can move the cables around and you can now realize, you know, full, like you can build a location, not just, you know, move one around that hemisphere or quarter sphere, but literally, you know, choose to do it however you want. Um, and then imagine that you can build rides within it. I was going to say, I'll put a ride. Yeah. Oh, you can. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or do VR or, stuff, you know. You're not, Disney's already been doing this in Imagineering. Exactly. So when you go on campus, they have, I'm, I call it the magic room. I forget what their technical name was mm -hmm. for it, where the entire, they use it for imaging the parks. Yeah. And people flow through the parks. So they have a hat that you can wear in the middle of this thing. And the entire room is one giant screen. Oh. And you can walk your way through. It's like the image keeps rendering oh, as you awesome. go. So it's yeah. like you're walking through Disneyland. You're walking through Animal Kingdom mm. to see it. So how long before you can just put a chip? It's really just a transponder. It just needs a point of reference yeah. to know where the eye line is so that, for an that's actor all, to be able to react to the environment changing around them. In many ways, this show for me is like the, the Apollo program, right? The technological benefits to the overall industry and country and ourselves are, you know, are just huge, right? It's literally, you know, and it, it it cycles, right? Improvements outside will benefit the industry. Improvements in the in industry will benefit the outside. You know, as I'm doing things in VR, I just got the new VR Star Wars game. I haven't played with it much. Remember that now that you have these virtual environments, I can literally it's participate in those real places. Real quote, sure. Quote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's a continuation. All, most of the technology that they're making these films with now mm -hmm. were created for Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Industrial Light and Magic was born out of necessity. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I love and it. Disney owns it all. <laughs> all right. So everybody- Nobody's going to talk about the fact that we finally have a Disney princess that'll go ass to mouth. 
Oh, I'm just leave that there. He's not a oh. Jedi. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> One no, of the first will, things I saw after the episode dropped, and I'm like, uh, yeah, well, Disney you, you never go and soak it you go oh, soak it a mouth. No, 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 yeah. no. So one thing no, I will yeah, say yeah, is, yeah. and I'll, I'll apologize to my accountant who's also on on the uh, Zoom call, is that I'm buying the Rosario Ahsoka hot toy when it comes out. It's happening. Well, it's only it'll probably happening. be a year and a half down the line, but um, I want that one now. You'll right. pre-order now, and you'll get it in twenty. Exactly, I'll get it in like yeah. twenty twenty two or whatever. <laughs> it might come in right around the same time as my Aquaman Trident that was pre-ordered two years ago. Yeah, yeah, it'll come out for Aquaman five. There you go. You know how to get it, DJ. Stop buying plastic men. So I can buy plastic Rosario. Exactly. I think the last time I went to GameStop, I saw DJ panhandling on the median there. Yeah. Like, hey, oh. fuck you. I know you have a job. That's that's what GameStop is for him. It's Dude, it's, I, how, it's where he panhandles the universe to build I walked, up plastic I walked men over money. to, I had to walk to Wendy's. I said, I was gonna, you know, it's a nice day. I'm going to go for a walk, get some Ooh. steps in. Get some air. And it was like, I had to like dodge the junky Olympics. It was in, they were all over the place. You gotta place, play man. Frogger to get over there. Yeah. Oh my God. They were everywhere. The panhandles were fucking everywhere. It was ridiculous. Anyway. Mm. That's because people were out shopping. Separate rent. <laughs> no. Okay. So obviously that, so yeah. So we're, I mean, we're obviously, we're all on board with Mandalorian. Put it yes. in my veins. Give me all of it. Yep. Um, whenever they do the ah- Ahsoka show, give me that. Give me an Ahsoka yeah. movie. Whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. More, more, more. Uh, so we figured, Kind of a generic top three this week. We're just gonna we don't we couldn't figure if we did this one before or not. So it might be a revisit. Yeah. But that's um that's reset and go uh top three Star Wars characters. All See right. if any of these new characters okay. are broken in. All right. So I do have a the uh, an honorable mention. Um I wanted to mention Porkins from the original Star Wars. The uh right, one of the things I loved as a kid about seeing that movie was things were believable, not shiny, not perfect. I mean, obviously the opening scene, you're in a a nice white stark, you know, there's a lot of, but as you get further in, the droids are gritty, the, you know, there's dirt, you end up in a dirty planet at Tatooine, stuff like that. But Porkins was like, wait, there's a spaceman, there's a space warrior who looks like a normal dude, right? He's, he's fat, he's overweight. It doesn't mean he's not, you know, like he stuck with me because, you know, I don't know if it's representation. I was not a fat kid, but, but he came to mind for me and it was worth mentioning because he was one of the people among multiple that, that kind of drove home that this is not just a pretty shiny production, right? It's a real, you know, this is, these are people. So Porkins. Nice. I like it. So you're looking for Weight Watchers in space. Weight Watchers in space. Yeah, I like it. Oprah has a job. Not in space, you're in galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> Not Porkins. <laughs> um, mine is going to be incredibly boring because I do a lot of chalk in this list. But uh, my honorable mentions are the droids, R two and C three PO. They're kind of the moral backbone that kind of takes you through. Yeah. The entire saga. Yeah. I mean, Skywalker may have his name on the bill, but you don't do any of it without those two. Yep. How about you, nice. DJ? So obviously this is like an extreme, I, I could have a top 25. <laughs> yeah. It's like picking yeah. my favorite kids kind of. Yeah. Uh, so my honorable mention is all the OGs that were in my top three. So R2, 3PO, Chewie, Luke, Leia, basically. Just that yep. whole crew. Um, Because and it's weird. Like as much as I, like I love Chewbacca, I love Luke Skywalker, but Chewbacca doesn't really have like a story arc kind of. Yeah. He's, he's Chewbacca. Yep. And yep. 
not to yeah and yeah. Not, and not to you know egg on chris or nothing but like what they did with luke skywalker and last jedi and kind of had a they they kind of crushed his story a bit yeah. yep. and you realize that there wasn't a whole lot there um so he kind of bumped down the list even though i mean he's still luke skywalker but yeah there's nowhere for him to go now there was nothing that they filled in so yeah yep okay and all, and all that so all, all the right. ogs all right so my number three um i think answers the question you started with dj uh my number three is grogu baby baby yoda um now Definitely recency bias. The fact that I can't I was remember say, anything. I'm throwing a flag for recency yeah. bias. Well, no, except, except in terms of characters that got me excited for Star Wars, or in this case, re-excited. Right? There's so many things about Baby Yoda, about Grogu that I love. Right? I'm a sucker for, you know, I don't mind having my emotions played if they're played well. Right? A, the little cute character. Um, the, you know, the way he's an anchor of a growing relationship and character building through the story is great. And, you know, I, I, you know, without, without shame, if you ask me right now, right, he's, he's what comes to mind and I have nothing but great feelings about it. The reason he didn't make my list is because I don't know if there's any consequence with the character yet. I don't know yet. He's just it's a still bit going. part in the universe. Right. He's a so, beanie baby. Trying to answer. Exactly. Yeah. He's a marketing tool right now. Once yeah. there's actual stakes, once he's actually part of the larger, which I'm sure there are plans for, but that's why I couldn't add him. Same I, with Mandalorian. I, assume, I couldn't add yeah, him yeah. just yet. Yeah. yeah. It was just nope. too, totally fair. too soon. So what's your um, And I'm old as fuck, so it yeah. tends to go to the OG set. Uh, my number three is Vader. Awesome. Um, we did hear this morning that David Prowse passed away. He did. Yeah. He did. Who was the actor um, who just filled the suit out. Correct. Also, yep. uh, trained. Six, seven bodybuilder. Yep. I mean, also, was, uh, personally trained Chris Reeves for the Superman movies to get him in shape yep. for Superman. Dude is a brick shit house. Yep. <laughs> big, big guy. He yeah. was huge. Um, no, at the end of the day, it's Star Wars is good versus evil. Yeah. Dark versus light. And yep. he was the embodiment of that villain. Yeah. Um, and you really didn't know. And David Prose was part of that. It was the stature. Yeah. Yes. I mean, James Earl Jones gave him the voice and the yeah. breathing, but, but the it voice was the backed physical, up that stature. Yeah. It was the physical stature of somebody six, seven in boots. Yeah. Towering over everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause what was Carrie like five feet even or five, one or something like that. <laughs> something oh, like she was that. tiny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that contrast Set up. It, he was the big bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so my number three is Ahsoka Tano. Okay. Um, I'm obviously I'm always way more biased at the good guys. Sure. But just the fact that it's funny because I said before I could not stand her in the Clone Wars cartoon, but because you know Filoni created her and kind of you know curated her throughout all these series. Once you get into Rebels, you just you can't help but love the character. Um, and you know. I guess I already talked about this, but like just the the opportunity to go back and fill in what she's been doing with comics or books is very exciting or just where you can still Mm -hmm. go with her and what part she could play between what's supposed to happen between now and Force Awakens, if -hmm. anything, could be big. Um, So yeah, it's it's definitely Soka Town. I'm very, very curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I I gotta think they're... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sean. No, I was just saying, I am too, 
right? You know, yeah. I, I don't have that background, but but I'm yeah. definitely excited for it. I gotta I gotta think they're leaving the door open that you could potentially have a Skywalker crossover. Yeah. Ooh. Luke is still out there. Yeah. Well, oh, that's true. In, in I mean he's I mean, does she become the one that they basically kill and harvest to bring back Palpatine? Because she's dead by nine. Because her voice is in that we are all the Jedi bit. Yes. Oh. So she doesn't make it that far. So what's what's going to happen? I'm, just, I'm so oh, intrigued geez, as to what that's happens. Scary. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, she's not there at the end. Does the apprentice of Skywalker bring back the master of Skywalker? I mean, I. Hmm. It could be. It would be an interesting arc. It would be. Yeah, certainly. Because I don't think they can kill the baby anymore. People would lose <laughs> their fucking mind. Oh, you can kill anybody. No, I don't think you're going to kill the baby, but it does give them this interesting backdoor reset on yeah. Luke. Oh, you yes. can have a redeeming story arc with him and Grogu. That oh, that would be. A, oh my god, will, that'd be amazing. Amazing. We'll kind of uh, forgive <laughs> all the bitching that's out there, right? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So. Brings us to number two. Uh, my number two, I imagine, is you know going to be on somebody else's list somewhere. But uh, so I apologize for that. Um, but Han Solo, um, you know, just just the the scoundrel, the the actor, the the outfit, the gun, the bravado, the you know, um, at least for me, you know, he's anchored with shooting Greedo, right? I mean that you know that that initial scene where we meet him and he's got a price on his head and he, you know, and he shoots first, right? That's, he's just an awesome character. And unlike the innocence and whininess of Luke or the age and respect, respect worthy presence of Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan, Han Solo is kind of that grungy, you know, uh, you know, rebellious, uh, swaggering guy. So, you know, love, love him. Very much old school Western. Yes. Yeah. You bring the gunslinger into the storyline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting. You read some of those stories. He wasn't supposed to be as big a part of this arc. Yeah. It was only after that initial reaction and that spawned Indiana Jones, the whole thing. Yeah. There we go. That's Exercising. <laughs> I'm standing up, uh, and moving. That's. <laughs> I see 95 year olds on a carnival cruise ship move faster. Speeds. Oh my god! <laughs> you, it, you know what? It very much looks like sail away down the carnival. They all got their fruity drinks and yeah, <laughs> kind of wiggling. Uh, that's probably three calories flipping me off there. Good for you. Um, my number two is uh the contra. Oh, we don't get to watch them. You fucker, you. Uh. <laughs> No Giant more, uh, Sean had no filled more my screen. Richard Simmons sweat into the Hogarties. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> now, now I have a visualization. I can tell Heather, yes, it is as pathetic as you thought it was. <laughs> um, my number two is a, a good friend of Mr. Solo. I went Lando. Lando. Nice. Lando, the original yeah. space pimp. Yes. It's You can't separate Billy D from the Colt 45 ads to, I mean, brother walked around in a cape. He had his own cloud city. Yeah. You know, and the fact that the you kind of, oh, yes. it, it was the whole thing. And I could care less about the redeeming qualities after the fact when he comes <laughs> back to save. No, no. I like, I like the idea of the space con man. Yeah. The well, gambler the that's out there just womanizing and yeah. 
but yet you still don't hate the character. No. Han keeps going back. Yeah. Regardless of how many times Lando screws him over. Yep. Han keeps coming back. So, yeah. I mean, they had to, you know, spoon feed the happy ending and eh. put him in the ship after to come save people. But um, no, I just love that whole, that at the end of the day, when they're trying to get saved, yep. that's the one person Han Solo thinks of. He's going right. back to somebody that's more of a and is let than he down is. by exactly. Yeah. I love, and the he fact. knows how yep. it's going to end. Yeah, he's he knows he's going to get screwed over, and yet he goes to him anyways. But but what was it's like the ultimate bad relationship? You just keep going back for right. more abuse. He clearly had a you know a scoundrel background, but when we first meet him, he's an administrator of this big complex and city, and acts out of self interest of for himself and his people. Yes, but the scoundrel comes out immediately. Because <laughs> he's hitting his, on Leia. His supposed, <laughs> yeah, his supposed best friend shows up and he hits on who very well might be his girl yep. in the first 30 seconds. Right yeah. off the bat, like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> uh, Half step away from hand on the ass, for Christ's exactly. sake. Exactly. There you go. Excellent. How about you, DJ? Uh, my number two is Wedge Antilles. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Even though you guys don't believe it, I did used to read a lot of the books back in the day, and the Rogue <laughs> Squadron books were my favorite. So I love the okay. X-Wings. I have like the X-Wing helmet insignia cool. tattooed on my arm. I have a Wedge Antilles That's hockey true. jersey. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, he ends up being like, you know, the, like basically the general of like the uh, Rebellion Air Force, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and Rogue Squadron does a ton of wicked cool stuff. He's in all the video games for the X-Wings and... Um, Very cool. And like I said, for like when my favorite part of episode nine was that that space battle when he comes back and it's like because he he bowed out. He's like, I'm not doing the movies again. Yeah. And then boom, there he is. So um, nice. I said just because again money. and money. <laughs> well, no, again, but it, it goes back to I like the characters where you know all the comics, all these novels filled in the yeah. gaps and his story arc mm -hmm. is insane, and he's just and tie it he's all awesome. together. Yeah. So wedge Antilles. Nice. Excellent. So that brings us around to number one. Um, yep. You know, I I think we've done this before, but um, but Boba Fett is is my favorite Star Wars character, which is kind of a weird thing because he's not much of an actual. Minutes, yeah, he's not months. much of an actual character, but but for me, it is it's the design, right? It's the production design of the armor. And the weaponry and the colors and, and, you know, scratches on the armor. There's something about those combos that just, you know, hit me just so right and has never gone away. And to see now uh, the explosion with the Mandalorian of more, you know, I mean, yeah, we got some of the Clone Wars stuff, you know, but the clone, the clone armor and the white variants never really did anything for me for, for whatever reason. In the Mandalorian, as we've seen more and more Mandalorian and built built the the culture and the armor and the Beskar and all this stuff. I mean, probably a lot of that was in the books. I, I don't know. Never never saw it or read it. Yeah, there was some. But, was a little. you know, but that's one of the anchors for me is I just love seeing that that ethos or that that styling of the armor and the, you know, and the assassin bounty hunter type stuff just just love it. And that's all rooted in Bobby Fett. The armor's Boba gotten Fett much armor. better over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I do have <laughs> the hot armors. toys. You know, I have the hot toys Boba Fett and- uh, And Han and Carbonite, right? 
Uh, I well, do, you have and I've never yeah. unboxed it. I yeah, got, as like I, one of the I, top oh, three yeah. all-time hot toys was that Boba Fett figure. Yeah. I think, if I well, could have one life-size, I'd have oh. that life-size set. Oh, the, yeah. The Those would be... Oh, both. They Carbonite. sell both of them. Yeah. They, they? sell the full-size Boba, and they sell yeah. the life-size... My buddy Mike has a... base. Yeah, my buddy Mike is a Boba Fett for the 501st. He has a full movie-accurate Boba Fett armor set. Nice. Complete. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's funny. There's a guy at work that actually has the wedge costume for the 501st. Ed, who works in our shop. Nice. He's shown me, first week I was on the job, he was showing me pictures of him with Lucas because they would go to charity events and he called up on stage to flank him because uh, yep. you're not bringing in the actors, you know? Yeah, <laughs> of course. So it's very, very cool. Excellent. What's, what's nice. your number one, Chris? My number one's probably going to be a little bit of a surprise, but I want Leia. Uh, not too much I of a take, surprise. When I go back and you look at these stories, especially the movies that we saw, she's kind of that backbone mm-hmm. around which everything was built. Yep. I mean, from the first moment we saw Star Wars Pop, mm-hmm. she's your central character right through yep. the last three. And you have ascending to the rank of general, and she's kind of, you see people going off on adventures in the last movies, but Lei is in command. Lei is in control. Yeah. It's she, she was fighting the Empire in moment one, <laughs> and she was fighting the Empire in her last moment. She was always kind of that symbol of the resistance. Other people had better battle scenes. And things like that, but she was really kind of the driving force behind all of it. So, yeah. not a bad choice. I mean, honestly, like anything two through my honorable mentions, you could call two A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I mean, like I said, it's it's so hard to to pick these. Yeah, it is. Nice, but yeah, no, not wrong with that. Um, my number one is Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite fictional yeah, character of all time. Yeah, that will never change. He's kind of like space Robin Hood, kind of in a way. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a big chunk of that Harrison Ford, the swagger and the style and everything like that. And I think he has the best gun in the history of science fiction. Yeah. He's got the best sidekick. Oh, the He's got the best awesome. ship. I mean, it's like the Falcon Falcon's the best ship. Chewie's the best alien. It's just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, he'll never get bumped off that perch. I don't think ever. So. Nor should he. Nope. Han Solo. Han Solo. Excellent. Okay, so Sean had Baby Grogu, Han Solo, and Boba Fett. Chris had Vader, Lando. Not the fuck's a robot, Lando, but the other one. <laughs> what? Ooh. Hey, hey, I don't judge. People do things until he hits like 25, 26. He can decide yeah. whatever he wants to do. Anything, He's figuring anything, shit out. Anything before space college doesn't count? No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but he used to say that. Up until 25, try it all. and then Yeah, try it all. You got to decide by the time you're 25. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Chris had Darth Vader, Lando Calrissian, and Princess Leia. And I had Ahsoka Tano, Wedge Antilles, and Han Solo. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Should we all now do the hoagity dance to celebrate? Are we finished? <laughs> it just looks like the the gopher at the end of uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you had just as much hip movement. It's very, very similar. It's funny because the gopher didn't have hips. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right, guys. Excellent. Well, guys, you have a good Sunday. You and, too. Uh, you do, too. Enjoy. Do it again, do it again next week. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Watch the Patriots lose and uh, hopefully Brady lose. So, yay. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, go. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> have a good one. Later, guys. Later.